Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down a musical instrument. Let the beauty we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Jalaladin Rumi Welcome to Self-Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. In the last episode, we talked a little bit about holding your teachers lightly. In other words, looking for spirituality in your life, maybe finding a teacher or a guru or a therapist or some kind of counselor or coach to help you through the process of discovering yourself. And that's all beautiful, but not to get so involved in their teachings that you lose your personal way. So I'd like to carry on that conversation a little bit more, not so specifically about teachers, but about the path itself. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we're all in lockdown, and many of us are trying to stay not just physically well and mentally well, but spiritually well. So many of us are doing more yoga or meditation That's part of what we're doing to take care of ourselves. Some of us may be looking around, and there are two modes of thought about this. One is that that's a terrible thing to do. Uh, Religion shopping, or whatever they call it, buffet spirituality, where you're just picking a little bit from here and there, a little Buddhism, a little Taoism, a little Judaism, a little Catholicism, a little this, a little that, and you're not really adhering to one. So it becomes not invested. Your heart and soul are not invested in what you are undertaking. Because our spiritual path is a very serious path. It can be playful and joyful, and it should be. But ultimately, it's a serious undertaking. So that's one of the concerns, is that you're not going very deep into a practice, but rather just picking and choosing. The other concern is that You may follow a path for some time, and then it gets tough or boring, and you switch. So that's this idea of sort of hopping from one practice to another. Ken Wilber says in his book, Integral Spirituality, that we should basically just pick a spiritual practice and stick with it. Well, that's a great idea, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. There is another way to look at this, however. Basically, when we think of ourselves perhaps as spiritual nomads, when we think of ourselves as spiritual nomads, we realize that the center lies within ourselves. If we are already the divine, if we are already connected, then really there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. So let's think for a moment about what nomads originally did. They moved where the land was fertile. So in this case, you would take a teaching and absorb what you can of it, where you are on your individual path. What does it say to you? How is it guiding you? Go where the land is fertile for you. Now that may very well be what we should have been doing from the time we were 10 years old, (laughs) you know. It would be great to live in a world where seeking your own spiritual truth is part of what is expected in society. 
but a lot of us have to catch up. So do whatever shopping you need to do, but do all of it with awareness and with reverence for these long-standing teachings. This is not to be taken lightly, but what is really important is that you understand that you are at the core. Your spiritual journey, your connectedness to the universe, to spirit, to God, to Godhead, to whatever it is you want to call it, great mystery. This is your personal journey. So go where the land is fertile. Be open. Learn. Go without prejudice. And perhaps you will settle on one particular religion. Perhaps you will settle on one particular spiritual practice that speaks to you. Maybe there will be two or three that overlap, that work really well for you. But go out and learn. Take what you can. Go where the land is spiritually fertile. Ultimately, as we are figuring out, slowly but surely, it's all the same. Look around. What supports you in reminding you that you and everyone around you and everything around you is connected and flows together? Go where that land is. That's where the fertile land is. And take what you can and move on if you want to. You may find everything in one place. So it is not necessarily a bad thing to experiment, to shop for a practice. All that matters, as Ken Wilber said, is that you stick to it. Find a practice and stick to it. It's going to get hard. You will have resistance. When you're done imagining yourself as a yogini and you realize, oh, crap, I really have to do this every single day, even if I don't want to, eh, Maybe I'll try something else, you know, <laughs> then you will understand what resistance means, but push through anyway. You will find resistance in every spiritual path. That resistance is actually the ego not wanting to be destroyed. And any true spiritual path requires the destruction of the ego. So when you get pushback in whatever spiritual practice you are practicing, Celebrate and just keep going. Ultimately, you will know where the land is fertile because it will speak to your soul. But keep practicing. And when you're done traveling, when you've looked around and begun to see how similar so many religious and spiritual practices are and what they all lead you back to, the ground that you're kissing, then at that point you will have a wide and storied past as the spiritual nomad. And that wide and storied past will support you wherever you pitch your tent. Until next time, many blessings on your path. Thank you for joining me on Self Talk. Aho. Uh -huh.